0: The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor, Vanessa Tyler, welcome you to Blackland.
1: A podcast about the ground on which the Black community stands right now.
0: From stories about salvation.
1: And loss. I loved a person who had an HIV diagnosis.
0: To dreams achieved.
1: Or yet unfulfilled.
0: From people who have made it. I sat down with a therapist and I began my journey.
1: To those left behind.
0: Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts.
1: Or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Robert Foster. He is the father of three daughters and a basketball enthusiast. Growing up, he witnessed many black men around him start successful businesses. That's called mentors, people who you see it is important because I'm going to share a story about growing up who I saw and how they impacted, infected me, affected me. And I wasn't even tired to trying to be anything but just a grown up black kid. But who mm-hmm. you see can impact what you can be. You know, he learned that you can achieve your goals through patience and steady work. He went he went through he also struggled with depression in high school and dealt with rebellious personality that he had. So we're gonna talk about that. Now he's self-employed, a business owner since two thousand eight. He created the Shopmakers League. We all know March Madness out there, so if you're going to launch something, this is the time of the year to launch up: A virtual basketball video competition platform. They offer a fun and skill-based experience for players, fans, and brands to create, participate, and host competition. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation Masterclass. Our father, an entrepreneur and basketball enthusiast, Robert Foster. How you doing, Robert? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Now, Robert, you know, I, I I tell everybody I can play. But, you know, okay. it's like a fish story. <laughs> it's like a fish story, Robert. You, yeah, know, yeah. you know, I the fish was a foot long, but it was three feet by the time I got home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. You yes, know, it's, sir. It's, it's, you know, and he, and he was battling with me. He was battling. He took the pole down. I brought it up. He took the <laughs> pole down. I had to reach in the water and pull him up. Now, I say oh, yeah. all this because, you know, you went from being a a street baller to a tech baller. All right? And so now will you what were, were, were you on the court now well, did you have skills there Robert did you have skills
3: Yeah I I think I did man. Oh I, no 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 I, Robert, 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 <laughs>
2: Robert, you said I think you see, right there Robert yeah. right there So
3: so now this is this 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 is what it is right like I I played with some with some pretty high level guys Okay oh, like, okay Robert. Like you, Robert I Rob, give Rob, them, Rob, give them Rob, their money's high level, worth. High
2: level. High, oh, Rob, yeah, yeah. Rob, 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 See, what you can't do me like that, Rob. See, we don't know you. <laughs> you know, you yeah. said, you know, Michael Jordan would never say, I think I can play basketball. LeBron oh, yeah. James would never say, I think. I, and the late, great Kobe Bryant would never say, I
3: think I can play basketball. Now, well, I, then, you, you then, know, so so uh, hold on, hold on. I got to come back with you. That was oh, so, as, as a man think of, <laughs> as a man think of, right? Uh huh. As a man, thinking so shall he be. Uh-huh. And like I said, I think I can play basketball pretty good. I'm not. I'm not a braggadocious type of person. Like there's some people out there that can vouch. that can vouch for me, but I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and be like I was the greatest. But I will tell you this: when I played ball, you know, in my era, things were very different. And I used to shoot. I could easily shoot from half court, like no, no, no. No joke. pushing or throwing. Right, I could just I could just let it fly. Okay, like, now you um, know only
2: person and, I saw who did that in high school was Dame Lillard.
3: Dame. Yeah. Lillard. See. See. But see, Dame. Dame younger. So it's a couple of cats, man. We was doing that in Georgia. Like that was a thing. Like in Georgia, but before Dame, before Steph, man, that was a. Lou Williams, he was somebody that was doing it too. We all come from that same. He was Team Georgia. I played with Team Georgia. I played oh, nah. with the Rocking See, nah. Knights.
2: See now we are getting this simple, Robert. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying you mentioned a
3: name, we know Sweet <laughs> yeah. Lou. Okay, yeah, Sweet. See, but even Sweet Lou, Sweet Lou was 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 younger than us, but he 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 was in that same vein, like in Georgia. You know, pulling from deep that was a thing. Like before Steph Curry made it popular, like being able to pull from half court. You know, being able to, you know, stretch the defense like that, like that was something we did in Georgia. Like that was a part of Georgia basketball. We were some flat out shooters. Okay. And not just shooters. Like we'll we'll pull it on you from deep, but then we'll also take it to the basket too. Oh, okay. See,
2: see, I'm just letting you know we're getting into a good conversation yeah. here because yeah. we're about to get to the shot makers league. See, see, what you can't have is a guy who can't make shots, then call oh, his, his 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 platform <laughs> shot makers. See, hey, already hey. he's telling me I can make the shots with shot. Oh, yeah. Now no, let's I'm go to the maker. physicality. How what's your what's measurement? How tall are you? What's, could you leap?
3: What could you? Uh, Six, six, two, six, three on a good day. Um, yeah, I had. See, my thing with hops, like I had, I had hops. Like they would come and go. I could never just maintain them. Like I could always dunk. Right. I could always catch catch the alley oop. But like I have like periods of times where I could go between the legs. But then three months later, I couldn't keep it going because it just wasn't. That wasn't my my. That wasn't my game. My game was predicated on on really on shot making. Like that was my thing. Like I could shoot it from anywhere mm-hmm. and with anybody, anybody on me or mm-hmm. in any space, I could get it off and make it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wasn't like the fastest guy. I wasn't the, wasn't the, I, I had a quick first step, but you catch me after that first step.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I've been there. I, like I said, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm older than you. And in college, you know, I, I went to the university of Houston and I okay. graduated with uh, Akeem Olajuwon. And, okay. And Clyde Drexler, he went to the pros the uh the year before because they cause they lost the championship in '83. Clyde went pro. And then the yeah. next year, Akeem won, he went pro for you know, first pick mm-hmm. in the draft of Houston Rockets. And so so I was one of those guys, I, I wasn't you, but boy, mm-hmm. I, I had the mouth of you though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I had the I I could tell you I was Jordan but I played like uh, the the last guy on the bench. You know what
3: I'm saying? Okay. Which means that
2: I deserve to be on the team, but I don't mean I should be taking that shot. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you, man. And so I'm having fun with you, Robert, because of the fact that whenever I talk to entrepreneurs, I'd like for people to know what that type of personality. Because because when you have a dream and you start building that dream out, it's tied to uh, a certain level of enthusiasm, but also could lead to a lot of frustration. Yes, sir. So talk about, uh, you know, you're you're a street baller, got a game. Mm -hmm. How, from a tech standpoint, did you start making that transformation? Did this idea? Can be
3: have a value in the virtual world? Well, so this is what happened. Uh, in 2019, you know, we, we I guess we, you know, some may talk about my journey, but like in 2019, <clears throat> I wanted to do streetball, right? So, and one was huge in street ball, and I, you know, they kind of disappeared. You know, that that documentary that just came out kind of let everybody know the story. That was but, you an know, incredible documentary. If you have not seen oh, yeah. the
2: documentary and one, an incredible documentary.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, that's that gap, there was a huge gap. And I noticed that there was a gap there, right? There wasn't there wasn't like you still you had online things, you had, you know, Ball This life, like they are doing their thing. You had overtime, they're doing their thing, and you had all these different media pages, but there was this this space that was kind of still missing. And with Steph Curry, with Dame, you know, shooting has now become the new dunking, right? Where everybody wanted to be Michael Jordan and LeBron, and and you know, even Kobe to an extent with the dunking. Um, Vince Carter, you know, shooting Dame and 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 Steph made it. They let they let it, they made the they made the common man feel like they could play on that level, right? Because if you could shoot it, I, I, I'm, a, you I'm could gonna slow make you
2: it. down. I I can't believe you are gonna leave one of the greatest dunkers. You from a Georgia, right?
3: Georgia, right? Oh, yeah. And I don't now, know who you're going to say. <laughs> how are you going to leave him out? Huh? How you going to leave it, him it out? Went, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional. I actually, man, that's a whole another side story. But, man, I used to work for Coca-Cola. And I used to work my store, my route, Dominique Wilkins. That was that was his Kroger that he shopped at was the store that I serviced for Coca-Cola. And he used to, I used to see him all the time in there, man. I used to talk to him a lot. And you gonna um,
2: you gonna mention LeBron, who has never participated <laughs> in a dunk contest. By the way, everybody.
3: Oh no, nah, he but he was known for them in game dunks. Back, you know, back in that in that time in that, that space, he was he was known for putting one on your head. But uh, I would taste Robert. You are keeping up though, man. I mean, I'm 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 I'm,
2: I'm 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 hitting you low. You stand straight up. I try to cross you. You block my shot. You're pretty good, Robert. You're pretty good now. You're pretty oh, good man. now.
3: You know. Hey. hey. You know, I'm just having fun, man. Just having fun. It's, we talk. We talking my language now. We are talking basketball.
2: What, what, what everybody need to know. And so, so when, you, when you have this in 2018, you had this idea, mm-hmm. and like M1 had dropped off the map, yep. and now there's a, there's a market out there. There's a need out there. There's a need for something that's out out outsourced beyond just basic basketball. What's oh, yeah. your idea come from?
3: So, so, so what happened? You know, I. Again, shooting—that's my thing, right? And shooting had become, you know, a premium around around basketball. Period. Um, so I reached out. I made a cold call to Hoop It Up Three on Three, which was a, you know, a tour tour-based three on three tournament that had grew in the U.S. Like I played in it when I was a kid. Um, they used to come to Fulton County Stadium, you know, the old Turner Field. They used to come there and take over and fill it with courts, and it'd be sponsored by Slim Jim, Gatorade. Um, We won one year. I think I was like 15 or 16, um, the three-on-three tournament. But I made a cold call, looked them up, made a cold call, ended up getting in touch with the CEO, uh, Dan. Dan, I said, look, man, I want to learn your business model. I want to do what you did with the three-on-three, but I want to do it with a shooting competition. I don't want to do a three-point shootout, but I want to do this. I want to travel city to city and find the best shooters in every state, and then at the end, I want to bring them all together and do like a finale and crown like the number one shooter in the country. And, you know, regardless of age. And he was like, he loved it. He was like, hey, man, yeah, you know, and again, 2019, rolling into 2020. He's like, hey, man, yeah, we're we going to kick our tour off in May. You know, you're welcome to come. I'm going to send you the tour dates. You're welcome to come. He's like, come to the first five dates. He was like, after the first five dates, he was like, was well, this what he said? He's going to give me a court. He said, I'm going to give you a court at each of our first five tour stops. He was like, um, you can you can run your competition, you know, test it out. He's like, you know, I, I'll help you out with some things, show you how we how we run things operationally, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. He was like, you know, you, you just got to bring yourself there. If you can get yourself there, I'll give you what you need while we're there, giving you a court, giving you, you know, a uh, railing, and maybe even give you know giving you some staff members to help you out. He's like, that's no problem. But he was like, he was like, no, nah, I'm I'm more than willing to help. So during the time, he was going through an acquisition. So right. Kevin Garnett's company, the Big Ticket. They ended up buying who put up three on three. So they were, they were at the like the the last stages of acquisition. So Dan was still on board running the company, but he was about to be out.
2: Yeah, he about so, he talking to you, but he really not talking long term to
3: you. Well, yeah, no, he told, no, he told me everything. He told right. he okay. he put he put it all up front. He was like, he was like, this is what's going on. He's like, you know, I can show you the business model. He was like, he thinks what I'm doing. He's like, you know, it sounds like it's viable. He was like, but the best way to test it is to get out there and do it. Right. So Again, th- this was like maybe this was end of twenty nineteen. With the first time we talked was maybe in December. We talked again in February when he sent me the tour dates because the tour dates start started. And we talked about twenty twenty February, right? Now it's twenty twenty February. Woo! So, um, I'm back in Atlanta. I'm I'm going to come back to Atlanta and make Atlanta my home base. Uh, the name of the company at the time was called the Door Die Tournament. Uh, and during that time you know i'm i'm getting ready i'm hyped so i'm trying to think of all these different ideas that i can that once i once i get out there how can i capitalize from the traction and then COVID happens <laughs> you know COVID happens and i had had this idea of a video submission
2: Okay. Well, let's talk about uh-huh. COVID happening
3: though. Because see, okay. it's yeah. all
2: you know, you, you you gather momentum, you got friends, mm-hmm. you telling everybody this is gonna happen. Yeah. And then COVID hit. Where were you at emotionally? And you know, because we didn't all know it would last that long. We thought it'd be okay, Oh no, we'll be not at all. I was
3: we'll like, like I, we'll I, I knew it was like I thought it was gonna be a week. Right, right. Yeah.
2: And so I don't want to miss that moment from you right there because it leads to frustration as an entrepreneur. Because we talk about being an entrepreneur? Right? Because you put yeah. your time in, you know, you probably blocked off some dates, you saw oh, the thing, yeah. your travel set up and all of a sudden this is getting in the way of your dream. Tell us about that emotional moment and that and that big pump in the break moment for you and your brain.
3: Um, so once I, once I you know, like everybody else, once you grab a hold to what COVID actually is and how, it, how it's affecting everything and how it's changing things, um, I'm a very <laughs> I'm very resilient, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I get it from. I do know I've been through a lot of different things in my life, but I have a real I'm like a basketball man. You throw me up and I land. I'm a bounce right back.
2: OK, cool. And hold that thought. Hold that thought. I, don't, I won't go to break. When I come okay. back from the break, I want to make sure that we don't uh, interrupt this story of talking to Robert Foster, you know, makers. That's a virtual game a video basketball game. And that's why we're having fun talking about his basketball skills because he's taking his basketball skills <laughs> from a game he loved. And and he's become an entrepreneur and launching something. During March Madness, a, a virtual video game is being done by a black man. We'll be right back. Robert Foster, don't you go nowhere. Money-Making Conversations Masterclass will return.
1: Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Money-Making Conversations Masterclass.
0: HBCUs represent black excellence. If you attend or are an alumnus of an HBCU, we want to hear about your story. The My HBCU Story digital library will allow current HBCU students and alumni to share their stories. Registration is open to everyone. More information is available at hbcucollegeday.com. Click My HBCU Story. Next, you can upload a photo. The photo can be recent or from when you attended your HBCU. Then, share academic or social experience at your HBCU and how attending an HBCU changed your life. We also want to hear stories if you pledged a fraternity or sorority. The goal is to use your My HBCU story to promote and uplift the HBCU brand. Your HBCU prepared you for success and now we want everyone to read about your Black excellence. More information is available at hbcucollegeday.com. You can click My HBCU story to share your story.
2: Welcome back to the Money Making Conversations Masterclass hosted by Rashaun McDonald. Uh, welcome back to Money Making Conversations Masterclass. This is Rashaun McDonald.
3: I am the host. And everything kind of, you know, shut down and all, all and I, especially like toward like maybe month three and it was really real. It was like, oh, you know what? The world is really shut down. It's like, right. this probably isn't going to change for a while. Um, my, my, my psyche instantly was like, you know, okay, well let's prepare as much as we can, right? Let's let's get as prepared as we possibly can because when the world does come back to normal, you need to be ready to go. Like you, you can't just, you can't just let this go. Um, I'm a firm believer in, and if I fail, I rather fail. I need to know for myself that I failed. Like I'm not gonna let somebody else or let some circumstance tell me that I failed. Like, I had to actually I had to actually put together the competition, put together the tour, or put together the platform, and then it flopped for me to know that I failed. Um, but other than that, I wasn't just going to stop because COVID. So I tried to figure out what ways I could. So then the virtual stuff started kicking off, right? You had Zoom. You had more people engaging on social media. You had uh, people, you know, doing all types of, you know, live. So the, so
2: the virtual was a blessing mm-hmm. for what
3: you're oh. talking about. hmm in a way yeah it it was it was it was because it made me put more of a focus into tech, like the tech aspect for me in the beginning was just it was just an idea it was just a just a just an idea that I knew could could be something, but I didn't have the time to focus on it, so I just kind of i literally on my first website, it was the door tournament, and then under the Do or Die tournament, I had coming soon shopmakers League. it was just like a just something extra, an extra caveat we were gonna do at some point, right? Um, and so, you know, again, get now that I'm that I'm switching my mind to tech. Uh, so there's another piece that happened. Uh, right before COVID, I had just gotten into the gathering spot, and uh, the ga- at the gathering spot, or I'm sorry, when I learned about the gathering spot, I had also learned about this place called the Atlanta Tech Village. Um, and I had briefly told this lady uh she saw one of my shirts i used to have, i I, used, I like to test shirts out so like even this shot makers league shirt it's just a test run i'm kind of testing the idea out on a shirt see see how i feel about it how does it look how do i like it um i had a shirt that said put your money where your mouth uh put your money where your shot is and so the lady saw the shirt and, and uh we ended up i ended up making her shoot into a cup <laughs> and then i bought her a shot at the bar and she was like no seriously like what is this and i told her you know, what my plan was. And she told me about the Atlanta Tech Village and she told me about uh, Y Combinator and the gathering spot. And so uh, Y Combinator was was out of my range at that point, or at least I felt like it was. Please, please explain
2: exactly what that is, Y Combinator, what is that?
3: Okay, so Y Combinator is the world's largest tech accelerator program. So uh, companies like DoorDash uh, came out of Y Combinator uh, Airbnb is a Y Combinator company. And so what Y Combinator does, it'll, you submit an application with your idea, your pitch, your team, and essentially they'll give you half a million dollars in funding to get you going. And they accelerate the process of your company. So with tech companies, it's it's usually all about acceleration, building fast, you know, uh, 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 iterating fast and scaling and and growing as quickly as possible. Like look how fast Airbnb just kind of took off. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Well that acceleration is in part due, in a large part due to Y Combinator. Because once you get into that network, that tech network and the the media coverage of it, it just it just takes off really quickly because it's software. You know, it's something that can that can instantly be shared. It's quick, it can go viral, you know, overnight. And that's what, that's what happens to a lot of those companies that come out of Y Combinator. And so she was just kind of, you know, schooling me on, on this, this idea that I had. She's like, you know, look, I think you got something there. Look into these places and see what kind of resources they have. I still was, was focused on the tour-based thing, but, I, but, you know, I'm one of those people, I don't think you have conversations or meetings for, for no reason. I don't believe in coincidence. So I, I did look into Y Combinator. I looked up the Tech Village, thought it was really cool. Uh, put in the an application, and I put in the application at the gathering spot. I got accepted into the gathering spot. At the Tech Village, I was told uh, that my tech roadmap, which I didn't even know what the tech roadmap was, <laughs> that my tech roadmap uh, wasn't wasn't quite there and that I needed to build what they called a proof of concept. Again, things that I, at first, I kind of just let go over my head, but during COVID, I had a lot of time to think. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I really took a hard look at proof of concept so i started you know i got into youtube university man i looked at a lot of videos from the atlanta tech village from y combinator um the gathering spot had some virtual resources that i tapped into to learn about uh how to turn my idea into a tech company um and fast forward to 2021 i had through using upwork through using fiverr I had found different uh, vetted and found different uh uh freelance developers put together this rough <laughs> proof of concept and ran 10 weeks of virtual competitions and I ran it like a TV show from my Instagram page and ended up getting some attention from baller's life uh had a couple of NBA players that reached out um Gave me some guidance, some early guidance. Uh, uh, Derek Anderson, Anderson, Derek Anderson used to play for Kentucky. I know he, he about was. He's uh, in Memphis, right?
2: He's 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 in Kentucky. Kentucky,
3: he's right? In Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's in yeah, Kentucky. He's a, he's a
2: he's a businessman. He's a good business. Yeah, oh man. yeah, uh-huh. big
3: big big businessman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 you know, and so the thing about Derek, uh, again, I'm, I, you know, other parts of my background of, of 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 sales and 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 marketing and stuff like that. I'm not shy with cold calling people. So I, I looked up Derek, you know, his primary page, you know, he has a lot of, lot of followers, all that kind of stuff. Then I saw that he had, you know, some other smaller businesses. And so I went to those pages and you, you, they have phone numbers on them. And so um, I ended up reaching out through one of his like training pages and I'm thinking I'm probably going to just get, you know, one of his assistants or somebody like that, man, it was him. He picked up the phone. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. right. Mm-hmm. And I ended up talking to him, told him what I was doing, and uh, yeah, man, he like probably for about I say about two months, and even to this day, like I still have his phone number. I've I've talked to him a couple of times um, as I progressed and and what I've done, um, just to kind of get feedback from him. You know, uh, he's not a, he's not an easy person to sell, so he go so the feedback he's gonna give you uh, is gonna be it's gonna be crucial. You know, it's gonna be something that you can actually. Taken and, and grow from. It's not, he's not a yes, yes man type of person. Cole called him. He gave me gave me some good gave me some good stuff. Um that basketball so that, so community. This
2: all brought together on this one mm-hmm. idea,
3: Shopmakers yeah. League. So right now, if you go to shopmakersleague.com, uh you can fill out a profile. Uh we'll be launching, we're gonna launch during March, March Madness. We're gonna start doing our first competitions. Uh the platform has grown. So before we used to control all the competitions, but now Uh, you yourself can create your own competition. You can create a a challenge just for a friend that you can text to them or you can post it for the community for somebody else to take your challenge. And so um, in a lot of ways, we're we're like a lot like a Roblox, (laughs) you know, how the kids that get on there create these different games for each other to play and engage with and and build community. Uh, We're doing the same thing, but within the basketball community. From. Let me ask
2: you this. Let me ask you this. Because this is interesting mm-hmm. now, you know. Not saying they wasn't interested earlier, but now you're in the oh, yeah. money making master class conversation now. Let's go. Because, you know, is that my number one thought would be, you know, I'm just going to build this up, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to build this up. And then each one of these teams I have in the league have a value, okay? Yeah. Whether it's a million dollars or whatever, okay? So, but you're saying that, Rashawn, People can create their own leagues on this platform. I'm saying, why can't you just hold these teams and just let the value, you know, just keep going up? And every time somebody sells their team,
3: you get 10% of the team. Well, that's 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 a possibility within it. But if you look at platforms like let's take a rope, again, let's take a Roblox. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the thing that makes Roblox the most valuable is because where you could have one, let's say Roblox wanted to be the only developer. Right? right. Typically, so just like a league, a developer, right? A league, let's, let's put league and developer in the same space. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Roblox is a community of developers. So now you have thousands of video games housed in one place. And so that makes Roblox worth $22 billion, where if they were just one video game, maybe they're worth $1 billion but because there's so much going on it's so many other they become the platform the place for so many other developers and or leagues to be able to sustain themselves so that's what i'm doing here i'm i've created a platform where leagues themselves can be housed and they can operate in a virtual world on shot makers league like they can they can they can run their leagues and so instead of it just being one shot makers league it can be thousands of other leagues sitting with on the shot makers league platform.
2: Congratulations. And- brother! I got to say that again, you know, an idea, uh, uh, like so many of us, you know, we just love the game of basketball played in the streets. And now you've taken this using tech, technology, not of being afraid to call somebody and uh pitch your idea, not of being afraid of the word no, being consistent and uh educated yourself into building something I feel is gonna be a franchise that's gonna be a huge moneymaker
3: for you. And I just wanna say congratulations. Man, I appreciate it, man. The work work's still 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 working at it right now. Still working. Still working. Well, brother, but no, I definitely is, appreciate it. The hard part
2: is the idea is real. And so yeah. the Shopmakers League, uh, founded by Robert Foster, is uh, like I said earlier a virtual plat- virtual basketball video competition platform that can expand. Again, tell everybody how they can find this platform and uh and how they can contact you.
3: Oh yeah, right now you can go to www.shotmakersleague.com, uh create a profile and again, you can you can start you can create your own league right now and you can start charging people to enter into your competitions. Uh we're going to be fully launching very soon within I want to say maybe a week or two. Uh, but definitely before the March Madness tournament is over with. Uh, and then you'll be able to, again, create your own profile and start your own league within the Shot Makers League. Cool. Uh, if you want to reach me directly, though, uh, I also am on LinkedIn at Robert Foster. Um, I love to connect. Uh, I also am a podcast, podcast host. Um, I have a, a show called The No Cap Table where I teach people, and, teach people about starting a startup, how to be a non-technical startup founder. Um, we have a lot, of, a lot of other non-technical founders and technical founders that come on our show and tell their stories. Um, we're associated with Fugu Radio.
2: Cool. I appreciate you, Robert, for coming on my show. Appreciate the story, man. I know we started out having fun, but man, in the end, brother, you brought the <laughs> you brought the heat with the information and inspired a lot of people with your story because your story is one of I'm just an everyday guy, man. I, I I'm yeah. grinding just like everybody. And guess what? I'm turning that grind into reality. Thank you for yes, coming sir. on Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Robert Foster. All
3: right, thank you for having me. Appreciate
2: it. Uh, again, if you want to listen to any of our stories, uh, you can go to moneymakingconversation.com. But more importantly, I'll be back Tuesday with another show with two more incredible guests that will be telling you how you can change your life because their life changed when they started believing in themselves. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you again for listening to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm the host, Rushan McDonald.
3: Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rushan McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 1 million plus social media followers are female. Ruchan's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image
0: Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, and former IBM executive.
3: And he has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rushan McDonald will interview his business and celebrity relationships to empower you with tips to succeed in your career that you can only hear in the Money Making Conversations Masterclass show